It's the Bulls podcast, here to talk all things Pombinate Cricket Club. My name is Luke Reynolds, and joining me tonight are three ladies who all played in the Division Two Pombinate Women's Premiership last week. First up, we have the wife of the president, first-time Premiership player, a big welcome, Lauren Murphy. Thanks, Luke. It's good to be here. As well, joining Lauren is... The uh, former captain of the Pominate A team and another first-time premiership player, a big welcome to the Bulls podcast to Belinda Lenahan. Hey, Luke. Welcome, everybody. And finally, joining me is a lady who made two not out in the grand final. <laughs> welcome, Deborah Reynolds. Hello. Hello. I'm back. <laughs> and a very important two it was too, Deb. Oh, I love that too. Best two I've ever made. <laughs> well, guys, uh, uh, we will talk plenty about the wonderful Division Two win, but there, there's a few other things to get through since the last episode of the Bulls podcast. We had, uh, of course, the women's presentation night down in Colac, where all three of you attended. And uh, how did you rate the meal at the at the uh, Lake Bowling Club? It was a good meal. Um, quite filling. I'd had enough, that's for sure. Well, of course, the highlight of the night was our Division One skipper, Samantha LaFranchi, as she was known at the time. Oh, the good old, the old days, eh? Yeah, now Samantha Coxon. But uh, at the time, Samantha LaFranchi winning the CDCA Division One Cricketer of the Year. A, a wonderful achievement. Two years in a row that the, the award has been available. She's won it. So, uh, Loz, what do you make of that achievement from Sam? She's a superstar, Luke, and we all know it. I think she knows it as well. So, um, but she's a great asset to have around the club. She's just a great girl all round. She helps us out, oh, particularly me. I don't know about you and uh, Deb and Belinda, but um, if you're doing something not quite right, she's there and she'll pitch in and help and make sure that we are doing the best that we can be, doing the best that we can do in our cricket. So, um yeah, it's a really great achievement for her and hopefully she'll do three in a row. Yeah, we hope so. And Belinda, just she's a superb cricketer, but also uh, support to you as a, as a new cricketer last year with Sam. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it was great to have somebody you could ask that wasn't going to make you look stupid. You know, she was always there, always friendly, always a laugh very serious when it comes to knowing what needs to be done, which is what you need. And also on the night, uh, and while we're with you, Belinda, uh, Shay Francesco tied with the Division Two most wickets in the CDCA with 14 wickets. Uh, you're a bit of a mother figure to Shay, mm -hmm. I believe, Belinda. I am. She's my little secret weapon that's not so secret anymore. Uh, the, do the daughter you never had. That's the one. <laughs> God bless her. No, she's um she's an excellent player. She's um a lot of fun on the ground as well as off. She knows what she wants. She'll set her field to where she needs it to be, to um to get the wickets we need. She's a good girl. You sort of forget that she's still quite young though, don't you? Like I, I'm eighteen. Yeah, I looked at her and I kept checking, you know, if Julie wasn't close. I'm like, Shay, am I in the right fielding position? Shay, should I be doing this? Shay, Shay, Shay. You know, asking her heaps of things. And I said, gosh, she's 
know, she could be my daughter, you know, really. But uh, yeah, she's a bit of a leader. Yeah. She thinks she's going to retire, but I've oh, I got saw that comment. So <laughs> she needs to rethink that a little bit. Did you see all the people from Palmer like, you're not retiring? What's this about retiring? You know, we were all like, no, no, no. So a great effort from our Division Two women's skipper, Julie Bow, and for Shay D. Francesco to make the women's CDCA team of the year. Uh, what are your thoughts, Loz? A well-deserved accolade for those, those two ladies. Yeah, it really was, Luke. And it's really nice to see that two new um, ladies to our club have had such a great achievement this year, which is wonderful. So hopefully those two will stick around next year. As we were just saying about Shay's retirement, I think that's a um, bit of a load of rubbish and she needs to keep playing. If the three of us can keep playing and continue playing, um, she's got a few more years under her belt that needs to, um, she needs to keep coming back. So, um, and it's a credit to Julie um captaining a premiership side and to be um recognized in that div two team of the year it's a wonderful effort and a wonderful achievement for her so yeah and if we thought we we're going well with two in the division two team of the year we got four in the division one team of the year so it was well done to sam lafranke grace lee jessica molden and taylor reynolds so uh belinda a wonderful accolade for those four ladies and uh the club's really proud to, to get those four into that team of the year. Yeah, sure are. Um, they've had a fantastic year up there in the ones. Um, everybody's contributed evenly. Um, really nice to see Taylor up there. Um, we've known she's been a great player for a long time and finally she's, you know, starting to, to spread her wings and, um, yeah, make something of herself, which is really good to see. They all did a great job. Yeah, I think Taylor, she, she's been a good cricketer for a long time. I, re- I reckon 2021-22 was a breakout year for Taylor with uh, leading, leading the wickets in Division 3 for the, in the men's team. And then her batting really came along in Division 1 and and to make that team of the year and, and to be a real force in that Division 1 team, I think Taylor, yeah, she's really on the cusp of something. Yeah, especially after Christmas, she just seemed to come of her own. And, um, yeah, she's she's built up a good momentum for next year. All right. So now on to the men's Division One semi-final. And it was Pombonit going in red-hot favourites. Uh, Pombonit, nine for 171. Tim Place, 55 not out. Josh Place, 20 not out. Amila Mendes, 19. And Tom Darcy, 19. Going down to Hatesbury, uh, not quite chasing down there, six for 187, with Amila Mendes, two for 23, Tim Place, two for 46, and Tadaka Sendanaika, one for 39. Loz, how how down was Dave coming home from that game? I don't think I saw him until the next day, so he was Probably quickly in thing. and out. And, hey? Probably a good thing. Yes, yeah, he was in and out and then down to the pub, which I think he's all had a good night. But um, the boys just ran out of overs. I reckon two more overs and they would have had him. So it was a great game to sit and watch with um, Lizzie and I on the sidelines. I'm not sure if the boys appreciated our um, commentary and our screaming from the sidelines, but um, kind of we figured that um, Hatesbury were a bit quieter from the 45th till the 50th over. So um, Liz and I thought we 
better make Pombo proud and get our voices out there and nearly got them over the line. So, yes, just a few more overs and I reckon they would have had it. But that's the game, isn't it? That's cricket. Talking to Simon Parkins, who plays for Hatesbury, he's one of the teachers at our school. He mentioned, he said, by golly, were there some Pombo supporters there on um, on Saturdays. They were very vocal. I was like, oh, gosh, what's that? So that was you, Loz, you and Liz. You and Liz. <laughs> yeah, probably Liz and I, yep. <laughs> well done. Couldn't help but ourselves. And Loz, uh, Tim Place had made six runs for the season in Division 1 heading into this game and batting at the very unfamiliar number 11. He made 55 not out of 45 balls. He gave us all hope. How much do you enjoy Big Timmy hitting hitting some big sixes and uh, showing the form we know he is capable of? It was great to see. I was when I think he went out and it was, you're about 94, I think Pombo were. I thought, oh, he's either going to tee off or we're going to be in the sheds having a drink in the next few overs. So it was great to watch and um, it's nice to see Timmy back doing what Timmy does, I guess. So uh, there was a couple that come a bit close to um, where we were sitting, so which was good, I guess. A couple of big sixes over our way, but, um, yeah, no, it was good. It's a very good game to watch. So uh, enough of that. Uh, yeah, sadly, uh, the the run of three flags has come to an end for our Division One men's team. But uh, it's been a great run while it lasted. But uh, yeah, it is. We did make the finals again, so that that is something to be proud of for the club. But uh, onto the Sunday, and it was the Division One women in the grand final. We'll we'll get to your grand final. We'll leave the best to last. <laughs> But we'll, we'll go with the with, uh, the Division One women decider. And it was Pombonite batting first, four for 94. Sam LaFranchi, 31, retired. Grace Lee, 16, not out. Jess Molden, 15. And Remedy McCann, 10. Going down to Bukar, four for 95. Grace Lee, one for six. Taylor Reynolds, one for eight. Jess Molden, one for 14. And Sam LaFranchi, one for 20. Uh yeah, a tough loss to take again for the Div 1 ladies. But uh, first of all, Sam LaFranchi, 31 retired. Belinda, really good knock. She she looked really good at the crease. Yeah, she looked very confident. Um, she, I mean, she knows what she's doing. She's been there before. Um, it's always different in a grand final, I now understand. You know, the nerves are there. Um, no, she did a great job. She did a great job. And Deborah Pombonite, four for 94 off 20 overs. Uh, your thoughts at that stage, did, did they have enough runs or, or you were a little bit worried at that stage? I was a little bit worried. I would have liked to have seen them over the 100 mark for sure. Um, but, you know, I thought we've got some really good bowlers. So hopefully, you know, we could have defended it with our bowling, but not quite. Yeah, so sadly, Bukar got off to a flyer, none for 45 mm. or five overs, I think. The game probably, if not over, was was nearly over at that stage. So uh, tough loss for our Div 1 ladies. They've been wonderful for the last two years. Only the one home and away loss, but uh, sadly no flag to show for it. But um, when that flag does come, Loz, I reckon it'll be a huge night at the club. Oh, it sure will, Luke. 
they know how to party without the flag. So imagine what they will do when they get a flag. So, yes, I'm sure they will celebrate hard. Well, it, I do and know, it's coming. Do you know running the bar after the grand final celebrations for the Div 2 ladies? I think uh, by the end of the night or morning, the uh, only one standing were the Div 1 ladies. So I think all the Div 2 exactly. ladies have gone to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that was very true. Yep, that's fair. I think they had a lovely conversation with you, Luke, about um, Collingwood as well that drew them longer into the night, I heard. Yeah, always happy to have a bit of good quality Collingwood chat, Loz. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, as a St Kilda fan, Loz, how, what did you think of the game Friday night? <laughs> yeah, no, no didn't watch that one. Yeah, happy man here. Yes. Game up at Hamilton on Sunday. Uh, it was great to have five of our ladies represented up there. So it was well done to Grace Lee, who captained the the Colac District Cricket Association women's rep team, and also to Rachel Dendle, Jessica Molden, Samantha Coxon, and Remini McCann. A great effort to have five, and wonderful for, for the club to have five ladies picked in that team. It sure was. It was a credit to our club. So, um, and Grace, captaining, I'm sure she did a wonderful job. As you said before, Deb, it would have been lovely to go and watch mm. them. But, oh, Hamilton, it's just that little bit too far, I think. So, um, sounds like they all had a great day, though. Um, not sure what, uh, we'll have to find out what happened on the bus home. Sam, um Coxon now, um, her photo started appearing on everybody's profile picture. So <laughs> haven't quite figured out what that one was about, but um, now it looked like they had a great day and um, came home with the win, which is good. Yeah, fantastic for them to have the win. Uh, Jess Molden, two for 10 off four overs. Rachel Dendle, none for four off three, very mm. economical. Grace wow. Lee, none for 16 off five. And Sam LaFranchi, none for 24 off five were the, the, uh, the four prominent bowlers used. And in the batting innings, we had Jess Molden making 15 at number three. Sam LaFranchi Coxon making one uh, with Rachel Dendel out for three and Grace Lee, two not out as the team passed the score. So well done to those ladies. Like you did. <laughs> now it's good for them to um get out there and have a go and um play against a different group of people um different levels of of cricket each each association's all at different stages of their growth so it was good to let them get out there and and just see how the other half lives i guess so uh we we've we've talked about the the finals matches and the, the women's presentation, the league presentation, but on the men's side of things, we had the Southwest cricket dinner the other night and uh, probably the biggest thing for the club to take out of it was Simon Tolland winning the Division Three Cricket of the Year. A fantastic achievement from a guy who hadn't played for six or seven years. He only came back to play the odd game with his son, ended up playing the whole season alongside Finn and... Uh, yeah, he, he's taken out the Southwest Cricketer of the Year. So a wonderful effort by Tolly. And Loz, uh, yeah, you, you know the Tollins well. Uh, 
and Finwell. Um, what, what a father-son combination they've been and, and great effort from Tolly. It was. It was a fabulous effort by Toll. Um, and it's nice to see him back around the club. I know um, lots of them said he shouldn't be playing Division 3, but um, it's nice to see him playing alongside Finn and hopefully they'll move up uh, the divisions together and um, maybe make it into that Div 1 side at some stage together as a Tolan combo or maybe even a Tolan trio if uh, Fletch gets up there as well or um, even when Sammy gets there. Um, it would be nice to see them all play together. As um, you're probably well aware, it's nice to play along with family members and things like that um, in a sport that you love. So, yeah, it was a great effort by Toll and, um, yeah, he's done the club proud. So, yeah. Yeah, he has. And, uh, look, I don't think we expect him to, to, to play anything higher, but um, that, that's what we're all about is, is families playing together and uh, and uh, playing with Pippa must be a, a bit of a goal, Loz, for you. I know it's probably um, a couple of years away, but uh, <laughs> something that could happen. Could happen. It might be um, one of those return one-off games, I think, by the time she's um, playing women's cricket. But, um, yeah, it will be nice at some stage to have a game with her. So, yes. I bet you're the same, Deb, with him that um, like to have a game with her at some stage. Yeah, I, I was thinking of retirement too, but maybe not. Maybe I better keep playing a few years to uh, <laughs> to try and, um, you know, to play with her. Yeah, she's uh, not looking too bad, she, but she bowls a little bit like me. So we might just have to work on that. We might have to work on that, I think. Yeah. Maybe maybe we could just better. make it. Oh! <laughs> By bowling like me, I mean it. Last time I saw it, went about three or four times down before it hit. You know. <laughs> well, I think the retirement word is one we might ban because okay. uh, you've all got a lot to play for and a, a, a lot, lot to keep continuing wearing the maroon and gold for. But uh, back to the Southwest presentation night, and we had. Uh, it was great to have four of our guys named in the team of the year. So we had. Tommy Place, Dave Murphy, and Dave was named as vice-captain, Amila Mendes and Tadakar Sendanaika. So uh, a huge repre representation from the club and, uh, yeah, thrilled to have those four lads all all involved and, um, and all named in the team of the year. So well done to them. And it'd be remiss of me to not to mention that Josh Place was leading the vote count after two rounds and uh, we we're all up and about him. He got five votes in the first two rounds for JP and uh, everyone was on his side. And uh, I think JP might have ended the night on five votes. So <laughs> maybe next year, JP. The Pombonut Cricket Club 12th Man Club is a group of people that love the Pombo Cricket Club and want to make it a better and greater place than we already know it to be. With benefits including a monthly members draw where we give away over $200 worth of cash and prizes and social events. If you're a lover of the Pombo Cricket Club and looking for additional ways to contribute to the magic that happens at Pombo, then join now. With over 40 members already, it is a lot of fun and costs just $6 per week. For more information or to join, get in touch with one of our friendly executive committee members. Go Bulls! 
on to what we're here to talk about is the, the wonderful triumph by the Division Two women, the club's 27th senior flag. And it was Pombonite, four for 111. Shay DeFrancesco, 32, retired. Belinda Lenahan, 26. And Janelle Whitehead, 17. Defeating Colac, seven for 81. Ella Sadler, four for 24. And Shay DeFrancesco, one for seven. Uh, congratulations, ladies. We're, we're very proud. And uh, any year you win a flag of any type is a great year for a club. So well done. And uh, first of all, I'll ask Belinda, uh, 26. Bit disappointed didn't quite get to the 30. I was gutted, to be honest. Yes, we were for you too. <laughs> I could hear him around the ground. Oh. Aiming at a fate, aiming at a fate, because they knew I was hopeless. And I could see it coming, and I thought, no, nah, I'm going to try and go forward and beat this little sucker. And, yeah, it didn't happen. That's cricket. But uh, your batting has come along in leaps and bounds over the course of two seasons, and must be really satisfying to make a score like that in a grand final. Yeah, it is. Um, the pressure's always on. Um Julie has a scenario that the first five overs, if somebody goes out, then I go in to steady the ship. If they both last the five, then Shay's to go in and do her thing. So, of course, when Ella went out so early, I'm like, oh, crap, here we go. <laughs> Strap yourself in and out you go. And, um, yeah, steady the ship, allow the others to do their job. That was my aim. So, job done. And uh, Loz, Janelle Whitehead got the team off to a great start as well. Her and Ella hit the first ball of the day for four, which, which was you know, a bit of a um, you know, momentum builder. But, uh, yeah, Janelle made a quick fire 17 as well. Uh, great for the team to get off to that, sort, that kind of start. It was good to see. The um, girls put on a good start, which was good, and made us sitting back in the um, shed a lot less nervous. And a lot more comfortable, I guess, wouldn't you say, Deb? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was very nice. She had a good knock. I think she hit a few fours as well. So it was good for her. She was very confident, very calm when she was out there. So that's, you know, half the battle is maintaining your nerves and, and um, concentrating on what you're supposed to do. She was really good out there. And when Janelle comes off happy, it's, it's good. She's, you know, she's, uh, <laughs> you know, she's, she's feeling good about herself and uh, she came off happy. She was really, yeah, she was happy with her, with what she did. And we were too, very happy. And of course, Shady Francesco, 32, retired, not out, off 28 balls, a strike rate of 114. Belinda, um, yeah, you must be proud of your daughter. Yeah, daughter, everything she knew. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she did control the innings, didn't she? She did, and she always does. She um she knows where she wants to put it. She works around the right balls, sorting out, you know, right and wrong balls to get the right ones that she needs. And, and yeah, got a bit tired from running singles, I will be honest. <laughs> She's got 20-plus years on me, the young little chicky. So, yeah. <laughs> By, you know, by halfway through, I'm like, can you slow down, woman? And she's like, no, okay, let's go. So, no, she's she's a good little rock at that one. And Deb and Loz, uh, a nice little partnership between the two of you to finish off the innings, a nice little 
unbeaten partnership of five <laughs> with uh, Loz making four not out and Deborah two not out. Uh, some good running between the wickets between you two at the end in the last few balls. Yeah, I probably should have told Loz that I was just going for it at the end there. <laughs> that last ball, I was halfway down the pitch and you like turn around like, oh, God, we're going again. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, had to do it. We had wickets in hand, try and get the runs on the board. So that's what you got to do. That was good fun. What was that? Sorry, B. Those runs could make or break us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we know from, not that it mattered with regards to percentages and things, but, you know, all those runs, we understand really make a difference now, don't we? Yeah. Sure do. Mm. Yeah, every run, every run counts. But uh, then to the bowling innings, and uh, Shay got a wicket in the first over. Colac's captain out LBW. Uh, how big was that of a, a big momentum boost for you guys, Belinda? Yeah, that was that was a big sign for the game on. You know, we all we all perked up. We all got on our toes. We all thought, right, we can do this. This is ours to this is ours to take. So. It was a good start. And then Colac put on a bit of a partnership and you didn't take your second wicket till 32 runs were on the board. And it was a run out from you, Belinda, throwing to Shay at the bowler's end. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just uh, another crucial moment in a game. A run out's a, a big in a grand final. They are big. And um, I don't think it was the only run out we had either. So they're always an added bonus especially if you feel like you're struggling with the ball a bit, if you can get a couple of run outs or um, a couple of stumpings or something to sort of help the momentum build again, well, you know, you take it. And we'll talk about the other run out uh, soon enough, but uh, the next bowling change and the next wicket keeping change saw, saw Shay take the stumps after her, or take the wicket keeping gloves after her wonderful spell of four overs, one for seven. And the keeper from earlier on, Ella Sadler, launched into the bowling attack. And um, Ella went for a few runs, but kept taking wickets, which uh, was crucial in the game, I felt. And uh, one of them was a great stumping from Shay as well, off, off Ella's bowling. But, uh, yeah, Loz, Ella taking four wickets uh, just really kept you guys on top and kept the game in control. Yeah, it sure did, Luke. And um, I was really, really happy for Ella. She wasn't um, too impressed with how she went with the bat that day and she was a bit down. And I said to her, just go out and play your game. And um, for her to come out with four wickets um, for someone who thinks is not a bowler, uh, it was just absolutely amazing. It just, yeah, it was great for her. So um, as a young girl to um, have such an influence in the in the grand final. It was amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah, top effort from Ella. And, of course, we'll get back to that other the other run out. And, Deborah, uh, Satu Saracalio throwing down the stumps from cover, uh, our Finnish recruit. I think she's by far the best Scandinavian Pombinet cricketer in history. <laughs> What what did you make of her wonderful throw? It was amazing. I was actually off the field at the time and I was like right in the best position to see it. Um, and just such a good, strong throw. And we sort of thought, oh no, she's gone to the wrong end. 
but she didn't go to the wrong end because she just hit hit the stunts directly. So it was so exciting. I was hitting the ground and jumping up and down and I wanted to run out there, but you know, I couldn't. It was amazing. So good. So I want to talk to you guys now about the, the moment of victory, the moment when the game was won and you realised you were a Pombonite Premiership player. Loz, you've been around the club for a long time. Uh, wife of the president, you've uh, helped out so much along the way, but you were out on the field. Just that moment, the, the joy you felt, just take us through it. Well, it was, it was kind of a, an interesting feeling, Luke, because um, we knew we'd won, but then we knew we had to not celebrate too much, I guess, because we had to barrack on and cheer on the, the girls in the Div 1. So um, for me, I was still nervous. I was didn't sort of sink in until after their game because I wanted them to do so well. Unfortunately, um, that didn't come around. But, um, yeah, I still had the nerves ready um, for their game and I was there helping with drinks and packing bags and they're like, just stop, go. So I'm like, no, 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 it's not. I've got to do this. It's got to be, you know, I had to yeah, hang around for them. So I still had the nerves out for them because I knew what it meant for them. So um, after that, it was, yeah, it was great fun. We um, celebrated hard and, um, yeah, it was a great night. So still sort of hasn't really sunk in, I guess. But, yes, Pip loves it that she's got another medal around her neck, so, which I'm sure Emily was the same. <laughs> And Loz, uh, you're wearing the medal around home. And if so, does Dave put on his five premiership medals just to, to alpha you? No, no. It's um, actually tucked away somewhere. Um, actually, Pip might still have it. I'm not quite sure where it is, but... Um, He's a tucked away, ready to be framed and put in his shed, but I'm sure he'll have all his five and then mine. So, yes. And Deborah, uh, your feeling, you were, I know you were off the field at the time. You, mm. you and Annie Johnstone were on the boundary. Mm. And uh, I noticed the minute the last week it was taken, you guys sprinted onto the field and, and celebrated. Uh, how was the feeling? Yeah, it was really good. We were really excited. Obviously, um, just you know, went out there and like, yay! But then we realised, oh, we're not really jumping up and down. So we're like, oh, hang on, we better just walk on in and <laughs> just get with the best of the rest of the group. Um, oh, it's just, it was, it's hard to explain. It was just sort of felt a bit unreal. I've personally never won a grand final before. So um, I don't know. I don't know. didn't know what to expect. And I know we fought really hard for it. We worked really hard for it. Uh, so it was a few days afterwards that I think I probably were like, yeah, this is absolutely amazing. So, Deb, I do know you, uh, you've only been in one other grand final <laughs> and it was for another Pombonite team. Can you tell me about that grand final and who it was for? Well, it was for Pombonite Tennis Club, C grade. I can't actually quite remember <laughs> the year. And I was actually playing with Diana, Diana Lenahan. She was in our team. Um, and, and we lost and uh, it was actually, I was, remember being really upset about it. I think I might have cried. And, of course, Belinda, uh, a fifth-generation Pombonite cricketer, which, is, which, we, we, which we've talked about before, it's outstanding, but you're a fourth-generation premiership player. 
that really must mean something to you. Yeah, I, I, I don't know whether it's really sunk in yet, um, that whole scenario. Um, I guess it is an honour. I mean, I, I, I know that, but um, yeah, I don't know that it's really sunk in that side of things. I know I've won a premiership. I know that, you know, my dad has and my grandfather and, you know, but I guess not being there for those personally, I guess it's, yeah, it's a different feeling altogether for me. Um, yeah, no, it's a tricky one, that one. I you haven't really, I don't know that it's really sunk in yet. Yeah, and of course, yeah, your family has such a history and, uh, You've, you've talked about your dad, Jimmy, and your grandfather, Doug, but uh, it was your great-grandfather, Albert, was our first ever premiership captain. So for you to play on our first ever women's premiership team, I think is a, a nice little, uh, I don't know, completion, or not a completion, but uh, another addition to the, the great Boyd tale. Takes a bit of pressure off, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't get another one, it doesn't matter. I've at least done it once. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Albert's been very proud looking down on your achievements. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. So, uh, you know, uh, we've, we've won this first flag for the club. You, you're trailblazers. You've been trailblazers from when we started. Uh, Loz, are you hungry for the next premiership? Yes. Yep. Bring on next season. Do it all again. It'll be good. Yeah, good to hear. We we don't want to sit on our laurels. We want to yeah keep keep it going forward. So fantastic. yeah, I've got to beat the I've got to beat the presidents. Still got a few <laughs> up my sleeve. I've got to get. Uh, well, and no doubt the president's aiming to get another one, just to keep one ahead of you, as, or as much ahead of you as he can. Of course, yes, of course. That's what so, we play uh, play sport for, isn't it? It is absolutely, but. Uh, but just to the three of you, the, the camaraderie with the women's, the whole women's group has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, Belinda, for you to to play with, uh, you know, ladies new to the game, ladies who have already played and uh, ladies of all different ages, uh, I'm, I'm sure that's something you've really enjoyed the last two years. Been an absolute blast, to be honest. Um, being captain last year was so new to everything was um, was quite a challenge, but keeping the girls interested, keeping them keen was my aim last year. And to see an improvement each week was what we wanted to do. That was the aim. Um, this year was a different story. We've all had 12 months under our belt. We're all, you know, more familiar with the game, with each other. We This year we sort of, I don't know, we sort of came together you know, learned our our positions in the side, what we're there for, how to do that. Um, it's a lot more this year between Div 1 and Div 2 at trainings, getting together um, and just talking about it, you know, finding strategies, finding different ways to improve ourselves, um, joining the new girls in, getting them in, getting them up and going. You know, we were there last year. We know how they feel. Um, and just trying to welcome them in and get them familiar with the game and, and us. And, you know, we all just seem to just gel really well. It's been great. 
Yeah, it has been. And uh, for you, Loz, uh, you've, we've talked about you and Dave, but you've had Miller there playing under 13s this year, Pippa and Gus in the Woolworths Blast, Pippa playing her first junior girls cricket. Uh, how much are you missing the five-day-a-week commitment and how, how, how much are you looking forward to that starting again in October? Well, our household never really turns cricket off, I guess. It's always running through the off-season um, with, I don't know, kids playing it up and down the hallway in the, in the winter and um, Dave's always got something ready for um, next season, so... No, it never, our household never really shuts off cricket. Footy and netball, it turns off, but um, cricket's it's always in here. So, yes, and it was nice to see all the kids out there and enjoying um, enjoying their cricket. We had, at one stage, we had Gussie, we we're driving in to the ground. I don't know where we'd been and we we're driving in and Gussie pipes up from the back. He goes, oh, mum, we're home again now, are we? As we pull through the gates of Pominate Cricket Ground. So it's great that the kids love the place. Um, otherwise, it would make our, our um, parenting very difficult because it is a second home for us. So, yeah. And uh, Deborah, how, how much will you miss the Pompanee Cricket Club over the winter months? And uh, how can you to get back into action for next season? Well, I must admit, yesterday being Sunday, I felt really lost. I was like, oh, no cricket. Oh. And if the um, the rec game hadn't have been in uh, Hamilton, I definitely would have gone to it. Um, you know the answer to that, Luke. We're like Loz. Cricket's 20, you know, 12 months <laughs> a year, 24 hours a day, never stops. Um but I, I say this now, but of course, when the weather changes, I want to keep playing. I want to keep the fitness up. I just think as a group, you know, just those last few weeks, we really, we were playing our best cricket, um, as uh, maybe Belinda mentioned. And I know um, Janelle said this to me before. She's like, oh, this year I really found like I've found my place in the team. We've, and I said that too. I feel like I, I've slotted. I, I know what's expected of me now. Um, so I love that momentum to keep going, but of course other winter sports get in action, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be there, won't we? Mowing, you know, all that stuff. Absolutely. I can't wait to get back to the cricket club this week to mow some lawns. <laughs> okay. So a couple of big functions coming up at the Pomonite Cricket Club. This Sunday, we have the Pomonite Presentation Day. Huge day starting at 1pm at the Pombonite Recreation Reserve. Awards and recognition of all 10 teams. So uh, should be a great day. Belinda, uh, you, you've got a bit of an interest with uh, Division 2 and the, the Women's Division 2 as well. Uh, it's always a great day and a great family day. Yeah, it is. It's always good. Um, always a little bit of entertainment along the way. Um, everybody sits out and enjoys it, has a laugh as beer. Um, don't know that there'll be any trophies coming our way this year, but that's okay because it means that everybody else is, is up there with us. So that's cool. And uh, as a frequent watcher of the men's division two and as a player in the women's division two, who are your hot tips to, to win the team champion for both teams? Um, I think in the men's, it'll be Dean Tevlin. Um, I think he's had a great year with the ball. Um, 
Bucky's had a pretty good year with the bat. Uh, missed a few games at the end, but um, I think Dino is probably going to be the, the front runner there. And of course, I can't go past my little secret weapon, Shay, for the um, for the women's div too. I think she might have that in the bag. And uh, we have we also have another function coming up on Friday, April the eighth. The inaugural Bulls Ball held at the Steak Road Bar and Grill at the Lura Hotel. Should be a great night. Uh, Loz, uh, you, you're well known for your dance floor antics. And uh, let's, you know, will your knees hold up for another night of, of uh, Pomonate Cricket Club dancing? Oh, let's hope so, Luke. Let's hope so. But they survived last, um, last weekend, so they should be right. Should be a great night, though. Just make sure you get your tickets, make sure the night goes ahead, and, um, yeah, it'd be really good, I reckon. Yeah, it should be a great many, night. I think. Yeah, and support our, our wonderful, wonderful sponsors at the Steak Road Bar and Grill. So uh, those two functions will finish up our season, but uh, there'll be plenty going on in the off-season. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much, Belinda, Loz and Deb for joining us on this episode of the Bulls podcast. And more importantly, congratulations on your premiership win. Uh, your, your names are forever etched in Pomonite history. So uh, from all of us at the, the Pomonite Cricket Club, congratulations. Thanks, Luke. Thanks, Luke. Thanks, Luke. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. Go Bulls.